Okay, Bezrat Hashem, I've been seeing some amazing ideas in Lashem, which are beautifully tying in full circle to some of the original recordings of this podcast, dealing with the aspect of the supremacy of the physical world. <clears throat> this idea that the lowest is really the highest. And it's the physicality and the limitations, the extreme limitations of the lowest physical realities, which are really the most important aspect of this creation entirely. So I want to record some of these ideas and then probably call it for a long break in this podcast for a while. So we're going to look at a few sources in Lesham. This is from Sefer Klalim, Klal Zion, towards the end. This is what it says, the Rav, the Rarizal, the Muvasharim. As it says, There's a concept that the space of the world is more significant and more elevated than the contents of the world itself. So the space which is containing, the metaphysical space, which is the setting for any world, is more elevated and is a higher spiritual power than the world itself. The Leshem is talking about this and realizing in many different places. Many, many different places. It's one of his main points. Okay. Kihine, Inyan Hamakam. What is space? Hu hakoach hanosei vasovel dagufa olam omidbo. Hu kol koach mitziuto vikiyumo. Hotovso machziko vechomiluo. Yeah, he's really talking about this all the time. He's really, really talking about this point all the time. I'm realizing it right now in so many different ways. It's been one of the major threads in all these different podcasts that what is the aspect of space? Space is the power that is upholding and bearing the essential content, the body, the content of any particular world that is standing within that space. And it all power and life force and of existence and establishment for any of the particular items in any world is coming from space. Space is the life force of any world. That space is grabbing that world or holding that world and is strengthening that world in all of its entirety. That there's a very, very fundamental point in Lashem and Kabbalah in general that when Hashem is creating any world, first He is sending down a light from beyond that world into the space of that new world. Now, what makes the space of that new world is a mystery that He's not dealing with here. But first, there is an initial introduction of a light from beyond into a certain world. That light from beyond then departs, let's just say immediately, but it leaves an impression, it leaves a trace of its moment of contact with that lower world. And it's that trace of the original light from beyond, which then departs from that lower space, 
that trace of the light from beyond that is now existing in the lower space, that is actually what is constituting the space of that lower world, the real energy, the real existence of that space, of that lower world. And so let's think about it. Like, look at your, look at the space around you. Try to think of space around you as something that is separate and beyond and transcendent beyond any particular item that is being held within the space. So whatever room you're in right now or whatever outdoor area you might be in right now, think about the space that is surrounding your environment. Beyond the environment that's inside that space, what is that space? Think about it. If you just think about that, you're, you're astonished. Like, wow, this is something very intense. This is something very, very powerful and alive. It's propping up the, all of these things. It's holding the skyscrapers. It's holding the clouds. It's holding the ceiling. It's holding me, this space. And so what is the power source that this space should be so effective and powerful to hold all of these things within it? The answer the Lashem is saying is that that power source for space to hold things is that it's coming from an impression of the light from beyond. So we think about, okay, I'm in my space right now, and there's a light from beyond. What is the light from beyond? Well, I sense that within my body, there's this mind and this soul, and that seems to be beyond the realm of my body, right? That's coming from a transcendent realm. This true self of mine it's is from beyond this physical world i i can tell and so that's my encounter with the beyond that's a world from beyond and so the deep point here we're saying is that even though there's a world beyond this world at the same time a trace of light a trace of energy from that world beyond is also perfectly present right here in my physical space and it is actually what is constituting the power of the space giving the space that's holding my world its power to hold my world so that's a very very fascinating thought that this transcendent realm where I exist in that transcendent realm as my true self, my neshama, my soul, which is one with God and is having deep thoughts and knows and is all-knowing and is in a heavenly place. A light from that realm deposited in this realm down here and is actually the endless fuel source that gives space its ability to hold this world together. Okay, what does that mean? And just that we appreciate a basic idea that that there the guidance of the creator of, of the creator of this universe is inherent in what holds us and contains us. That since the energy which is giving rise to space and that space should contain and hold and direct everything that's contained within that space because nothing's going to happen in that space that's not part of the design of how space can contain it. So therefore, we see how the creator has a grasp on everything happening within his the space, within the space. In fact, we should... There's a quote from the Ramchal I want to actually go up to here that drives us home a little bit more. 
So the Ramchal says like this. This is from a sefer called um, Das Vunos. I don't have exactly where, but he says like this. Since reality is not necessarily existing, reality, all reality, is existing according to a choice of the Creator. This creation does not have to be here. Therefore, all that is occurring within space in our universe is only standing upon that the Creator wants it to be there. Now he says, understand very well that it is only the will and decrees of the Creator that is actually constituting the space of reality. Since reality doesn't have to be here, and it's only existing because the Creator wants it to be here, therefore, what is the real constitutive life force? The real fuel, or the, the, the real foundation, or basis for anything happening inside of space the real foundation for anything happening inside of space is the Creator's will because it doesn't have to exist. So the fact that it does exist means that it's only because of the will for the Creator. Therefore, the will of the Creator is the space of creation. As the famous Midrash says, He is the place of the world, meaning His will for the world to exist. That is constituting the very space of its existence. So everything you see is absolutely what the Creator wants. Uh, how could the Creator want murder? How could the Creator want sins? That's a mystery. But the fact is, is that Nothing can happen within space that is not somehow an expression of the will of the Creator. Did God want the Holocaust? Did God want these horrible things happening? Not directly, not directly, but at the same time we appreciate that the very the very stuff which is constituting space that space should, that space should surround and support so many different forms within space that is only powered by the will of the creator it's a very very subtle deep point but it's everything so i'm looking right now i'm just looking at a pot i'm looking at a pot it's got a clear glass lid i can open it and close it everything about this experience the way it looks the way it feels that I can touch it, that I'm looking at it right now, this is all being fueled by the will of the Creator. Everything that's, that is materializing in my space is sprouting forth from the actual property, the life-giving property of space itself, which is coming from the will of the Creator. That's the point. So he says, Okay. Okay, fine. Okay, 
Okay, like this. Fine. Voto Roshim or Shanisham made Pashas Olaf Asher Luho Olam Acharis Talko Dohine, whom Akoch and Nose shall Ota Olam Vahum, a Komash and Nose Ota Valav who are made. Like, okay, so now the Leshem is drilling in, in a little bit more specific and technical language. So we looked at the Ramchal, and the Ramchal said, you want to know what space is, you want to know what is the power, what it gives space, its power, to hold and contain and give life to so many worlds and experiences within that space? It's the will of the Creator. Because only the Creator would will the space into existence, that it should hold so many things. Therefore, the constitutive essence of space which gives it its ability to sustain and, and prop up worlds within it, is the, is the very will of the Creator. Okay, in, in Chabad Sfarim, in Hasidic Sfarim, you might call this Sovev Kalalmin, the concept of surrounding all worlds, and that within this power of surrounding all worlds is the power of Mamali Kalalmin, that which is filling in all the content of worlds. So the Leshem is saying, so what do we technically mean when we say that it is the will of the Creator which is giving space its power to hold worlds within it and prop up those worlds according to the will of the Creator? Technically, that power of space to do that is coming from what's called the first expression of the light from beyond into that lower realm of space, which means a very, very beautiful thing. When the Creator is setting up new worlds. Let's just say the creator is... Think about it for a second. Think about this. Think about this philosophically. What cre- We know the creator created everything in the, in the beginning. Everything... Arashi says this, Beferish, explicitly, that the, the creator created everything, everything, in the first verse of the Torah, everything was created in the first verse. But how does that work? Because... He didn't create this moment. I mean, I'm living this moment now, right? So the answer is he did, but where? And another question. Before today began, yesterday was yesterday. So if compared to yesterday, today is a new world. So where where was God, so to speak, setting up the space for this new world to to come into fruition when it was still yesterday, at least for me, right? For God, he's above time. So the answer is something like that there's this hishpashut rishon, that from the past, there is an expression into my future from beyond. And first what it's doing is that it's it's an expression from all high heavens of, of total transcendence in some aspect, sending down a signal to set up the space that then today grew within, like a plant or an organism growing within the ground or within a womb or within a, a, a space. So therefore, everything that was playing out in the world of today was playing out inside the space that was containing the world of today. And the, and the point to understand is what initially established 
the life-giving power of the space of today to be the setting, and not just the setting, but the constitutive life force for everything playing out in the world of today, that power and energy is coming from beyond from beyond the world of today. So again, it's like Hashem is clearing a space for today to play out. What did he first do? In some mysterious metaphysical space, he first laid down a light from beyond today, from beyond anything that played out in the world today. That is going to constitute the life-giving power of the space surrounding today. And then everything that plays out and manifests and materializes today is only drawing from the impression, the Rishimu, the memory of that light from beyond, which is staying back and staying behind as the power constituting the space containing today that it should prop up everything happening today. And therefore, just again, we see this fascinating idea that the Creator is surrounding and cradling and holding within His grasp, so to speak, everything, everything happening today because He initially sent down a beam of light from beyond, from His deep plan, which was setting up the energy and force of the space which was containing the world today. That everything playing out in the world today was being governed by the energy constituting space that it should hold the world. And since the energy constituting space that would hold the world today was coming from a light beyond anything particular from today, therefore everything that happened in the world today was being governed absolutely by his will. Very complicated but very fascinating. Okay. Lakin humalto yoto gadolo ma olam atma ki olam atma hini hurakmi pashas a base. Asher hurakma told us eight pashas a halif. Vuhu majagaher lamata the gamriki hua ikan ran chaidolam atak no gufa. Masha ain kane eight pashas a halif hini hu majagas olam elyon. So it's a very, here's the basic point. He's saying again that the, the space that is, sur, that is surrounding or holding within itself any particular world, that the contents inside of those worlds are not as high as the, as the space of the world itself, that the space of the world itself is a higher energy than the particular contents that fill in the space of that world. Why? Because actually the energy that is constituting the space of a world is coming from a light beyond any particular content filling in that world. It's like, here's the point. Like, let's look at our bodies, okay? Our bodies are like a world. We all have our own personal space. Literally, in halacha, you have your own personal space. It figures in very prominently in the laws of Shabbos. So, for instance, in the laws of Shabbos, if you're out there in the public domain, you're not supposed to carry anything more than your four amot, let's just say your four 
your four spherical yards of personal space. That's your own little personal space. You are in your own little world, and that's like your aura surrounding your body. So there's your space, okay? That's space. Your personal space. It doesn't just end at your body. It really surrounds your body in a sphere of four amot, four uh, spherical amot, right? Four spherical yards. That's your space containing your body. Your body in that space is the contents of the world of your body in space. But the space surrounding your body is actually containing the light and the life force, which is constantly uh, propping up your body in space. Like, do you ever wonder, like, what keeps me from, God forbid, just disintegrating? Like, what is holding me together? What is holding me together in space? And the answer is that space itself is holding you together in space. But it's the light of the creator in that space, which is giving space the ability to hold you together within space. And what the Leshem is saying is that what's a more, what's a more powerful light? The life force in your body or the life force of the space surrounding your body? And the answer is that the life force in the space surrounding your body is more elevated. And the, and the question is why? And the answer is because the, the life force in the space surrounding your body is coming from beyond any particular expression of the life force in your body. Why? Because the space surrounding your body is ultimately responsible, let's say, for managing every particular expression of the life force in your body from moment to moment. Therefore, it's of the quality of an all-encompassing light, which is governing all the happenings of all the different worlds within your body, the world of your hand, the world of your heart, the world of your eyes, your brain, and so forth. But the space surrounding all of those worlds within the worlds of your body that space surrounding all those worlds is got, has got to be of the essence of the all-inclusive plan, which is governing all of them and how they will coordinate, and therefore it must be beyond them. Because it's coming from a purpose that's higher than any one of those particular aspects of the life force in your body. And we can then extend that meditation to the, uni- to the universe at large. Okay, so we'll stop it over here. But just as a preview, I want to look at a few sources Right at the beginning of Deich, Halak Aleph. I'm going to continue Blinetter in this little part of Klalim. And it's also going back to the last thing we said about the idea of the Hevlete Garmi, that idea of a person's spiritual template. That the idea of the person's spiritual template or DNA is really the space of his existence. And it's it seems to be at the bottom, but it's really the whole... It's really the whole... Um, plan encompassing everything. So we'll, we'll have to look at more sources. But the basic point that really struck me today is that Leshem is saying over and over again this point, that it's the, it's the concept of space that Simsum, the Guru wrote, that is driving everything. We'll have to keep looking in. But, Baruch Hashem.